Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to another episode of Your True Self. Today, I'm going to talk to you about vulnerability and something that I know we often get told that we should embrace, but it can be absolutely petrifying. And it's quite ironic that I thought of doing this episode today because literally yesterday I had the biggest fucking meltdown. I, to the point like I was just sitting on the couch crying just uncontrollably and no matter what my partner said to me, I just, even if he was being really, really sweet, I just burst into tears. And that's something that I would previously have never, ever, 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 ever let anyone see. And it was, I sort of woke up today feeling so much better, but like thinking to myself, oh, I've come such a long way to know that it's safe for me to embrace whatever I'm feeling. So the reason that I want to share this with you, and I'm not going to share my meltdown with you because no one wants to hear that, but I want to share and talk about vulnerability because I know that from the work that I've done and the work that I do with my clients, when they embrace what I'm going to share with you, they experience a deeper level of self-trust and self-awareness, which we all want, right? They develop deeper and more connected relationships. They're able to speak up for themselves and their needs. They feel seen and heard in every area of their life. So I'm talking work, friendships, relationships, business, sport, whatever it is, right, every area of their life. They and I have learnt to no longer suppress our feelings or emotions. People start to understand us more. So people start to actually see us and get us. And the biggest thing is that boundaries become something that is empowering rather than petrifying. So I guess I'll ask you this while you're sitting there or driving there or walking Uh, listening to this, how do you feel about vulnerability? You know, when I ask you that, how does your body react? I know on a recent masterclass I did, a lot of the women when I said that, you could see them naturally withdraw. You could see them get uncomfortable. You could tell that they weren't comfortable with vulnerability, right? So today I want to talk you through a concept that is going to transform your relationship with vulnerability and the way you show up in your life. As as I often say, it's not going to be a matter of listening to this episode and never having to do any more work around it because 
that's just not realistic, but it will transform the way that you think about it, okay? So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about when I speak about vulnerability, which is totally okay because, you know, if someone had have said to me five years ago, you just need to be more vulnerable, I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? Huh? (laughs) So I want to share with you, I guess, a couple of things before I dive in. The definition of vulnerability in the dictionary is exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Yikes. No wonder as a society we're uncomfortable with being vulnerable. No one wants to be attacked or harmed, right? But for me and the way that I view vulnerability is it's about being open to speaking about the things that can leave you open to being hurt, but not only is it the key to emotional change, but vulnerability can also help you create deeper relationships, learn new perspectives and succeed in life because you're speaking up for what you want and need, okay? So it's having those difficult conversations that can leave you open to being hurt, but it can also lead, open up your life to such deepness and richness in every single area, Now I want to talk to you about how vulnerability plays out for me as a coach. Often it's not a matter of my clients coming to me and going, I need to be vulnerable because, again, sometimes they don't recognise what it is, okay? So the conversations will start with, I don't know how to talk about my feelings. How do I express myself more without feeling like I'm going to be attacked? Or whenever I open myself up to someone I get hurt or I shouldn't open up to someone because it's seen as a weakness. I shouldn't be emotional or sensitive because it's seen as a weakness. You know, there's that story of I get hurt when I'm vulnerable. Um, Some other scenarios might be, you know, certain someone dot, dot, dot doesn't understand me and I don't know how to make them. And what are the benefits What are the benefits to being vulnerable or open or expressing myself, right? Because sometimes we're taught that there are no benefits, right? Our experiences show us that there is no benefit to you to being open or expressing yourself. So I wonder if any of these examples sound familiar to you because I know they do for me. You know, what I often see play out for my clients is exactly what what used to play out for me. And as I said, vulnerability isn't the word that my clients will have in their mind. But one of the first thing that comes up for me is the question to them, how comfortable are you being vulnerable? And then come a variety of different answers. So I want you to bear in mind that every single person that I work with, myself included, you know, we're all at different stages. We're all going through something different. So there's never a one size fits all when it comes to doing vulnerability work or any inner work. Then what comes next is a series of questions from me to them or from me to myself to determine what's coming up, to determine the level of comfort. And I'll read some examples or read, I'll tell you some examples of these questions. And I just want you to think about them. Again, you know, if you're at home, you could absolutely stop and write them down. Um, I might put them in the show notes, actually. I'll do that. I'll pop them in the show notes so you don't have to write them down. So the questions include, 
What does vulnerability mean to you? How comfortable are you being vulnerable or expressing yourself? What happens when you are vulnerable? What fears do you have around vulnerability? What was your childhood like? And that's a big one because often we don't realise that our association or attachment to vulnerability or expression comes from the house that we grew up in, right? So another question would be, how do your family behave when it comes to emotions or expressing love? You know, do they shut it down or do they encourage it? Are they super cuddly or are they not affectionate at all? What have past incidents or relationships led you to believe about vulnerability? And what do you think the benefits of being vulnerable are? Some really, really big questions in there. So as I said, if you know, you're very new to exploring vulnerability, look at the questions in the show notes, maybe answer one or two, journal on them. But if there's some that you're like, I've got no fucking idea what to say to this, that's okay, right? As I said, this is a process that we go through. It's not a matter of sitting down in five minutes and us being super comfortable with, you know, telling everyone all of our feelings, okay? So I want to share with you a little bit of a scenario with one of the clients that I've recently worked with. I'm going to call her Sarah. Sarah's experience told her that being vulnerable leads to getting hurt. Every time she opened up to someone, they'd either either hurt her or made her feel like she wasn't worthy. This led to an almost codependency when it came to relationships because she didn't know how to express herself. So instead she attached herself to her partners and people pleased to get the love or the attention that she wanted. So, you know, she didn't realise that she was giving up part of herself to try and please someone else, but really all she wanted was to be loved, to be seen, to be appreciated But because she was so closed off within herself, she just did everything that the other person wanted. And then any time that she did open up, because the relationship she were in, they were like, whoa, hang on, what is this? She got hurt. So she formed the belief that vulnerability means that I get hurt. And after working through a number of the questions that I've just read out and uncovering a lot of her beliefs, She's now able to speak up for what she wants. She's, I'm not going to say completely comfortable, but getting comfortable with expressing herself. So rather than, you know, feeling completely exhausted and drained and burnt out and going over to their house because they want her to, she's able to say, I'm exhausted, I'm staying home tonight. And that for some people can be really, really, really hard. There's also the element of her now being able to speak up when she's frustrated. So instead of suppressing it and pretending it's not there, she speaks up knowing that no matter the outcome, she's being honest with herself. And there's a number of different elements to this, right? And it certainly wasn't an overnight thing. She's now in a relationship with someone who supports her and her vulnerabilities, but she's also been working with me on the side. So she's had that um, buffer, I guess, to talk things through rather than just launching in or being worried about what someone else would say. So I just wanted to give you that example because I know relationships for one can be, you know, probably the biggest area that we struggle with vulnerability. And yeah, I wanted to share it to see or to show you that 
if you feel this way, that you're not alone, okay? Now, moving on to the next step. While not everything comes down to mindset, mindset plays a huge role in rewriting the stories and beliefs we have about vulnerability. When you're able to reframe your mindset, you will then learn to feel into the things and really trust the process and your intuition. It's the same as when you learn a new skill. You know, at first you have to concentrate really, really, really hard. You know, every muscle and fibre in your body is focused on that one task and then eventually it becomes more natural. If you use the very old and outdated example of riding a bike, when you first start riding, you know, you're on training wheels, you get comfortable with that, you start without training wheels and then it's, you know, you're concentrating so hard and there's going to be some tips and falls and everything else, some scrapes and bruises, and then eventually you become really good at it. You understand how to do it. Then as the years go on, doesn't matter how long since you've ridden a bike, you can get back on and you know when you're going to fall off. So you don't fall off, right? You've built that muscle. You've trained your body and your mind to understand what you're going through. And with vulnerability, when it comes to embracing it, there are some mindset shifts that you have to make. And some of these mindset shifts are vulnerability is not a bad word. Vulnerability is not a bad word. Repeat after me. (laughs) That saying might make you cringe, but leaning into the fact that it isn't bad, okay? Another mindset shift is you can start small, right? You don't have to go from not expressing anything to anyone to then telling absolutely everyone in the whole wide world how you're feeling, okay? Pick that one person or a couple of people that you know you can trust and start to open up a little bit more, okay? Just a little bit. And the easiest way to do this is to think, what does 1% more look like? So if I was going to open myself up 1%, what does that look like? And when you break it down like that, 1% is not that much, right? It might be a matter of someone saying, how are you feeling today? And instead of the stock standard response of, good, thanks, how are you? You might be like, I'm a bit exhausted or I'm tired or I'm a little bit emotional or I'm a little bit flat or I'm really fucking amazing. You know, whatever it is, we don't have to live life through this stock standard approach, You know, it's like when you say hello to someone and their instant response is, good, thanks, how are you? And you're like, what? I didn't even ask you how you are. But, you know, so just start small and, again, 1%. 1% isn't that much. But if you gradually open up a little bit more and a little bit more, it becomes less and less daunting. Another mindset shift, fear is good. (laughs) I hear so many of you, like, shaking your head and being like, shut up, you're the fuck you talking about. (laughs) But fear shows up when we approach the unknown, but it's a good thing. You know, when you learn to embrace fear, you start to take steps closer to what you want for yourself. So fear used to be crippling for me. If fear showed up, my belt, my walls went up. I'm like, nah, not going there. And just stayed exactly the same, right? Whereas now when fear shows up, it's like, why are you here? Like, what is it? What's new or challenging or uncertain? And often that fear showing up is because the thing that I want to do is really exciting. 
the thing that I want to do is going to help me move forward, right? So fear is a good thing because when you start to embrace fear, you start to be brave and you start to take steps towards the things that you most want. Vulnerability also supports the life that you want to live, okay? You want those deep relationships. You want those conversations. You want to feel seen and heard, right? Everybody wants to feel seen. And, you know, maybe put your hand up if you, you know, or not put your hand up because if you're driving that would be weird. The person next to you would be like, what is that person doing? But give me a nod or, you know, maybe you could send me a comment if you want to be seen, Send me a message on Instagram if you want to be seen because I know so many people do. And the other shift I want you to think about is that not being open and honest with someone can drive a wedge between you. Okay, so not being open and honest with someone will drive a wedge between you. Here's a little activity that I'd love for you to try and I can't take credit for this. I saw this on one of Mel Robbins' Um, talk. She did it at one of her events and I just loved it. So I want you to send your partner or your best friend or your mum or your dad, whoever you're closest with, a text message. And I want you to say to them, what can I do to be a better partner or person to you? So what can I do to be a better partner or person to you? Now there's going to be resistance from you in writing that because maybe you don't want to know what their response is Maybe you don't know how they'll respond. Just do it though, right? They're the safest person for you to be open with, yet there's so much resistance in asking these questions, right? And I know there's a few people in my community that have done it and their partners have come back and said, nothing, you're perfect just the way you are, which is I love, I love, love, love. In saying that, if you know that that's not the truth, ask them to be honest with you, okay? Because we all have little frustrations unless, well, no, we don't all. That's a bit of a cop-out. But often there are some frustrations and often, you know, there's always something we can do to be better, right? So just a little activity for you to try. So tell me, after listening to all of this, how do you feel about being vulnerable? Being vulnerable means being brave. You know, it takes bravery to open up and trust people in your life. And I guess the key to being vulnerable and allowing those relationships to foster, and I'm not talking about just external relationships, I'm talking about the relationship you have with yourself as well, right? Get clear on what you want. What do you want from life? Who do you want to be? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing, right? Get clear on what you want. You know, if you don't know how to do that, write down all of the things you love and all of the things you hate. Really simple way of figuring out what it is that you want. Embrace all of you knowing that you're worthy. Embrace all of you knowing that you're worthy of everything that you desire because worth is a big piece that stops us and holds us back. But everyone is inherently worthy, okay? So learn to embrace that. Trust that in order to build incredible relationships, you are going to need to express yourself and speak up for yourself. People aren't mind readers. As much as we want them to be, they're just not, okay? So you need to start first. You need to start opening up. And you'll find that when you start opening up, other people 
will open up to you. Practice flexing your self-trust muscle. So find evidence of times when you've trusted yourself and things have worked out. By doing that, you're going to build that confidence in yourself that it is safe to trust yourself. So again, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It might be, hmm, I wanted to go for a walk and I felt so much better afterwards. That's a way that you trusted yourself and trusted your intuition and it worked out in the positive, right? Maybe you went to the, wanted a coffee. So you went to the cafe and you bumped into a friend that you haven't spoken to for ages. See, you don't need to have these big outlandish um, examples to find that gratitude or that self-trust or that peace, I guess. And finally, empower yourself to take action and speak your mind. This can be a big one, but you can also get some accountability because we all know that we show up so much more when we have someone to hold us accountable, right? So maybe it's working with a coach to look at this vulnerability piece, to work through why you're not comfortable, to work through what your triggers are, to work through how to move forward, okay? Or maybe, as I said before, maybe it's just that partner or friend or family member where you tell them, I need to start being more open, so can I call you when something's going on and talk to you about it? Super simple. And if they're your friend or your partner, they're not going to say no, right? And if they are, maybe we should reconsider what that friendship looks like. Okay. So I'm just going to repeat those super quickly. The key to being vulnerable and being brave, get clear on what you want, embrace all of you, knowing that you're worthy, trust that in order to build incredible relationships, you're going to need to express yourself and speak up for yourself. Practice flexing your self-trust muscle. Find evidence of times that you've trusted yourself and things have worked out and empower yourself to take action and speak your mind. That is it. From me today, my loves, I hope you've enjoyed this because vulnerability is something that I really, really love talking about and mainly because it was such a huge thing in my life, you know, it was such a huge piece for me because I found it so hard to be vulnerable. Whereas now, you know, my I've got a girlfriend who I've been friends with for the last 10 years, I think. Um, we met each other in the police force And the last time I caught up with her, she was like, you have changed so much, but in the best way. And it's because I've learned who I am. I've discovered who I am and I now embrace my vulnerabilities. So rather than being that reactive, shut off person, I'm a lot more calm, but I'm also a lot more caring. So I hope you can see the power of vulnerability because it will transform every area of your life. And if you've listened to this episode and you're like, oh shit, this is what I need. Like, this is what I want. I really want to learn to trust myself. I currently have three availabilities for one-on-one coaching, which very, very rarely happens. So if you want to work with a coach, if you want some accountability, if you want a cheerleader to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be, please reach out to me. I'll put the details below and you can book a discovery call with me. But as I said, I've got three one-on-one spots available and I would love to support you if that's what you feel you need. All right, my loves, wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a beautiful day, evening, morning, 
And I will see you next week with another episode of Your True Self. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.